again and this begins the season of the year end list ladies and gentlemen so every record that drops from next friday until the end of next year as i see will be next year this is the top 100 songs that I heard in 2022. You got to add a little context on that because if you say top 100 songs, they're going to think it's every fucking song. And let me tell you something, man. This list was the tough, this, this was arguably the toughest list because... I had to go back because I was missing some shit, always missing some shit, but I am finally comfortable with putting this list out to the world and not giving a fuck about the backlash or criticism. So, you know, it's a lot of decent releases in December, but it wasn't decent enough to keep this list from going. And I was ready. I was ready to drop this shit on y'all. So we're going to start off with, of course, number 100. 100 comes from a female, a lady, a fine lady at that. My goodness. This girl's only 23. Shit. Number 100 is Lotto Real One. Now, this track was on her uh, second album, 777. And it had production from Pharrell Williams and the Neptunes. Now, me personally, I love this song. You know, if this was a personal list, I would rank this way higher than 100. But this is business. And Real One was definitely one of the standout cuts of the album. It wasn't a single that charted or anything like that. But it's definitely like one of the better songs on her album 777 and it basically has a vintage 2000s 
Pharrell Williams sound and Lotto singing and rapping on the song was pretty dope. Number 99. This song is dope as fuck. Freddie Gibbs featuring DJ Paul, Pimp Yo Slut. Man, this record was crazy. The vibe. You know, DJ Paul put some of his 3-6 Mafia onto this song. And Freddie Gibbs, you know, being aware of every era of hip-hop and being very versatile, he was able to fit himself into that southern hip-hop box. And Pimp Yo Slut has a laid-back, cool, chill vibe. But Freddie Gibbs wrapped his ass off on this song. Dope record on the uh, classic album, I should say, Soul Sold Separately. Number 98, another Lotto joint. This time, um, it's Lotto featuring Lil Wayne, Childish Gambino with Sunshine. Sunshine is one of the more catchier songs of 2022. As it's great hook, it's pretty decent verses from the three artists. Made this song a standout cut on 777. I'm actually pretty surprised that this wasn't a single. Number 97. You guessed it. <laughs> Another Lotto song. This song, what this song samples, bro. It's one of the greatest rap songs of all time. In Twisted Get It Wet. Number 97 is Lotto Sleep Sleep. Lotto puts her own twist to this 1997 classic song, Get It Wet. As this is one of the better sexual songs released in 2022. Number 96. This song needs no introduction. 96, Benny the Butcher, Thowie's Revenge. This is one of the, this is arguably probably my favorite song on the album. Well, actually, you know what? It's my second favorite song on Benny the Butcher's album, uh, Tana Talk 4. Thowie's Revenge is similar to the Benny the Butcher song that was featured on the album, The Plugs I Met, called 5 to 50. It's pretty much like Similar sounding, I believe Alchemist produced both songs. Fire track number 95, Dave East, Eyes Can See. Dave East puts a 2022 spin on Buster Rhymes 1997 hit, Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See. This was completely fire, and Dave East did the song justice. Number 94, Tory Lanez, Sorry For What slash LB Belt. Tory Lanez started off his album Sorry For What with an instant banger. It's definitely what I call superhero music. Straight banger. Number 93, Nas, Get Light. Yo, when the chanting comes on at the beginning of the beat, I was like, whoa. And then they sampled the Forgotten Kings TV intro. Crazy. Crazy by Nas and Hitboy. Definitely uh, 
New York-esque two-step record. Number 92. A lot of y'all niggas gonna be mad about this, but I don't give a fuck. Number 92. Drake and 21 Savage, Rich Flex. This song also opened up Drake and 21 Savage's album, Her Loss. With the classic chant, 21, can you do something for me? Sassy Drake gets it in on the track with 21 Savage on Rich Flex. (laughs) Definitely um, a decent song, in my opinion. Worthy of being on this list. Number 91. This is a remix. The first remix on this list. This remix was incredible. I gotta say. Mary J. Blige featuring Jadakiss and Griselda Rent Money Remix. I mean, the original Rent Money was fire, but this one had a special twist to it. Because you got, you know, Mary J. Blige is most known for her hip-hop-esque sound, and then also known for collaborating with some of the hardest rappers you could ever think of. And what better to have Jadakiss, Benny the Butcher, West Side Gun, and Conway the Machine on this record, where everybody airs their grievances out. Just perfect. Number 90. This record was super catchy. Number 90, Little Dirk and Future Petty 2. Petty 2 was just one of the standout cuts from Little Dirk's album 7220. Very dope record, very catchy record. Number 89. This was a standout album cut from her debut solo album. Moody Long, No Signal. This was probably my favorite song on that album. I like this song more than Hours and Hours. As crazy as that sounds. But it's true. I mean, she just basically compares her relationship to a phone. Which is very genius. As she is talking about basically like... You know, my phone is acting up. We're not breaking up. You know, my shit is acting up. I get it. Number 88, Megan Thee Stallion Anxiety. Megan Thee Stallion named her album Traumazine for a reason. She feels like she's been going through a whole lot of trauma. You know, her losing her parent, her mother, and then the Tory Lane situation, and then the fallout with multiple friends. And, you know, the track is just saying, like, you wonder why I have anxiety. As Megan doing a track with more with more substance definitely uh, sticks out to me. Because, you know, most of her records are club records. So for her to, to do a record that's a bit more serious is, is dope. Number 87, Megan Thee Stallion featuring Dua Lipa, Lipa Sweetest Pie. And originally, I did not want to hear this record because I ain't like how Dua Lipa took the baby off that record. 
Levitating. Levitating was a dope record. I'm not the biggest fan of the baby, but I don't like when a black man gets done bold by, you know, the white powers that be. So, but however, Sweetest Pie is very catchy. I understand why it was such a big record. And who would have thought that Megan and Dua Lipa would collaborate? Number 86, Drake and 21 Savage, Broke Boys. Broke Boys was my favorite song on her lungs. But the only thing I didn't like about it was the fact that Broke Boys had two parts. I think they should have just kept the first one because both Drake and 21 Savage destroyed that second song. They bodied that. Dope-ass record, man. The beat, the energy. Even though the second half wasn't that bad, but I didn't care for it. Number 85, Quavo and Takeoff, Two Infinity Links. This is the opening track to their album, and Quavo and Takeoff rap over basically a Southern flip on Jay-Z's 1900 Hustler. And both Quavo and Takeoff tore this track to pieces. Number 84. My favorite song on GZ and DJ Drama's mixtape. Snowfall. GZ, I ain't gonna hold you. Man, this sample is incredible. This beat is fucking incredible. Hell of a produced it. Dope ass. 80 sample. Can't ask for nothing more. Number 83. Two chains featuring 42 dub million dollars worth of game. This definitely like a swagging and flexing song, man. Million dollars worth of game is catchy. Two chains of 42 dub definitely killed this song. Definitely enjoyed it. Number 82. Jig featuring Kenny Mason. Dance now. Whoa. Man, when I heard this song, you know, I was wondering why he released that as a single, and I got it. Jid went crazy on here. Dance Now just has a dope-ass vibe to it. You know what I'm saying? I'm surprised this record wasn't a lot bigger. You know, this deserves to at least be gold and to at least chart on the top 100. Number 81, Jack Harlow, Side Piece. This was an album filler that worked. Um, this samples uh, Snoop Dogg, Beautiful, as Jack Harlow delivers an ode to a side pieces. It could have done without that second part of the song, but the first part is very catchy. The beat is hypnotic, and it's a pretty dope flip of uh, Snoop Dogg, Beautiful. Number 80, Tory Lane's You Don't See slash Iggy Del Dia. Or, it's, you know, it's, the track is listed as YBS slash Iggy Del Dia. I don't know what Iggy Del Dia is, 
It may be some Toronto shit that I don't know about. Maybe it's a girl he dated. Who knows? All I know is the you don't see part is fucking incredible. And I get the song. It's about, you know, Tory Lanez. Like, you didn't. It's another one of those back then. They didn't want me. Now I'm hot holes all on me type records. But um, Iggy Del Dia part was fire as well. This is when the two-track, two-part song actually works. Definitely a standout cut on Sorry For What. Number 79, LMA, Don't Fuck Me Up, or DFMU. Definitely um, a standout song on her uh, second album heart on my sleeve it's just a basic song warning cats don't lie to her and don't fuck her up number 78 oh man I, I gotta speak on this West Side Gun featuring Buster Rhymes Ghostface Killer Raekwon and Stove God Cook Science Class now in my heart I would have ranked this way higher than 78 but it's fucking crazy, bro. But man, Science Class is a real hip-hop record, ladies and gentlemen. This is how hip-hop should be done. This is a standout track on West Side Gun's album, Hitler Wears Hermes 10. But everybody went hard. And when I got the track list... It was just listed as Buster Rhymes on there. I didn't know Ray and Ghost and Stove God was on here. So it really fucked me up and, and it perplexed me. I was like, damn, all these dope-ass MCs on one song. Next year, this is going to be a hard one to beat in Posse Cut of the Year. Number 77. DJ Khaled featuring Drake and Lil Baby staying alive. Now, some people, this got mixed reactions when it came out. It's one of those songs you either love or you hate. And me, I happen to be the only person that's kind of neutral and understandable to both sides. I understand the disappointment because the record could have been actually better. I mean, you got Khaled featuring Drake and Lil Baby on his first single. You're thinking that you're going to go and get uh, another, um, what's that record that they had together? forgot the name of it. It was on Scary Hours. Wants and Needs. You were thinking that it was going to be another one of those moments, but it wasn't. It's just another catchy, it's a catchy record. But Drake and Little Baby's verses were not all that on here. But the song was catchy enough for it to make this list. Number 76. Knox. 30. Basically, it's a sequel to 27 Summers that was featured on the original King's Disease. You know, Nas and Hit Boy are a hell of a combination. And King's Disease 3 is maybe considered a classic album. But 30 Summers, Nas does it again. Number 75, Freddie Gibbs, Rabbit Vision. Freddie Gibbs, this is a song on Freddie Gibbs' album, Soul Sold Separately, where he 
reflects on his life, the decisions that he made, and his relationships, former relationships, especially with rapper Jeezy, with, you know, he recently made up with. Because Jeezy is responsible for Freddie Gibbs getting on in the industry. So he gives Jeezy his props for putting him on and regrets the way that he acted throughout the situation. Number 74, Jack Harlow, Like a Blade of Grass. This was another album cut from the album come home, The Kids Miss You. Jack Harlow, Like a Blade of Grass is a vibe. It definitely, It's definitely giving late 90s, early 2000s. And Jack Harlow, pause, rides this beat so smoothly, pause. But he, he delivers a dope-ass flow to this record. Harlow may not be one of the best lyricists, but, the, but how he swagged out on this track, it was smooth. Number 73, one of the standout cuts of his, al- his album. Number 73, Future, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, man. When I heard that shit, I went crazy. I was like, wow. It's incredible. Hella incredible, man. I fuck with Holy Ghost. Definitely one of the standout cuts on I Never Liked You which is full of bangers and very tough choices to make on which records to pick. Number 72. I feel like this is one of the more underrated songs of 2022. YG featuring J. Cole and Moneybag Yo, Scared Money. Honestly, I thought this record was going to be like a platinum record or something like that. You got two, you got two of the hottest rappers in the game on a track with YG. And they, and all and YG went hard too, but you know it's cold and money bags, so you know I like scared money. I think that should have been a way bigger song to me. It's just like the flow. J Cole man verse was crazy. Number seventy one, ESTG featuring Future shooting myself. It was between this and the realist on which one I was going to put on here. The realist lasted a while, but it didn't make the list, unfortunately. But shoot it myself. This nigga, ESTG, talked about robbing Jesus for his sandals on his song. And it's just hardcore shit-talking rap at its finest. And to add the toxic guy himself, Future Hendrix, on here made this record a lot more special. Number 70, Tory Lanez, Not Tricking, Slash Black Keys. Both of these records are fire. And Not Tricking has low-key a Detroit sound to it. This sounds like a hell of a beat. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not saying that the producer play Picasso was copying him, but it did, this did have a Detroit sound, which made the track memorable, and then just Tory Lanez's style and flow is is special. Number 69, K. 
Kendrick Lamar featuring Taylor Page, We Cry Together. Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, bitch. Yo, man. Y'all remember the uh, Kendrick Lamar review I did and I was cracking up? Man, this that track was hilarious. It just explains the modern day man and woman couple arguing about a bunch of bullshit and then they get together and fuck at the end. Very interesting. As both sides make their points. It's just like a battle of the sexes. Plain and simple. Number 68. The game featuring Kanye West. Easy! Yo, this sample was crazy. Like Hit Boy. Another Hit Boy production. This was nuts, man. Uh, I mean, Game and Kanye both killed this record. Number 67, DJ Khaled featuring Future and SZA, Beautiful. Definitely one of the standout cuts of Khaled's album. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of this record, but this was a big record, and it's Grammy-dominated, so definitely deserves to at least be on the list. Number 66, Doja Cat, Vegas. Yeah, man, Doja Cat had a banger with Vegas. I mean, with the uh, the sample of "You Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog," it's very, it made the song like a hundred percent catchy. And Doja Cat's flow that she delivers on this track, the video was fire. She was looking good in the video. Just before she cut her her hair off and decided to look like Gilly. Um, number 65, LMA featuring Roddy Rich and Kirk Franklin. How? Man, how is incredible. It's catchy. I've seen LMA perform that live in concert, and it's a really dope song. I almost forgot about the song. And Roddy Rich did a good job on here. And then, and, you know, Kirk Franklin, I'm kind of biased. For Kirk Franklin. Y'all got y'all know my reasons. Number 64. Kendrick Lamar. Rich Spirit. Rich Spirit is fucking dope, man. Like it's one of the more catchier records on Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And it delves into a more songwriting concept. Number 63, Quavo and Takeoff, Bars into Captions. Man, like, it's dope for Quavo and Takeoff to sample uh, So Fresh, So Clean and to add their own twist to it. Like, Takeoff doing the uh, Andre 3000 part was incredible. Bars in the Caption definitely is one of the standout songs of 2022. Number 62, Jack Harlow featuring Drake, Churchill Downs. I mean, this track was popular because of who was on it. You know, Jack Harlow's hot, Drake is hot. So you put those two on a record and it's yourself. But me personally, I wasn't a fan of the song. Drake, Drake, you know, Jack Harlow was not going to outdo Drake. Sorry. 
Drake just easily outdid him. And it, it, it didn't, it wasn't even, it, he, Drake made it look easy. Even though Drake verse really wasn't all that. It had a few lines in there where I was like, okay, well, this is hot, but it isn't anything special. But it, it definitely deserves to make the list at least. Number 61, Lil Baby Right On. Now, I couldn't believe that Right On wasn't included in Lil Baby's new album. That was the first single that he put out. I mean, I understand certain songs don't make the album, but this was one that should have made Because Lil Baby had a couple of tracks that we could have done with them on that project. Number 60, Conway the Machine featuring Jill Scott Chanel Pearls. This was one of the standout songs on God Don't Make Mistakes. Conway the Machine kills it, but Jill Scott kicks a 16 and then sings. Fire song, man. Chanel Pearls is incredible. Number 59, Future Love You Better. This was one of the more standout songs on I Never Liked You. I mean, Love You Better was, was cool. It was laid back. Number 58, Lucky Day Over. Man, this half crazy sample was fucking incredible, man. This was really dope. I can't front. Very smooth song. Number 57, Ari Lennox Hoodie. Man, Hoodie is a dope ass record. It's smooth. It's a cute record. And Ari Lennox is singing her motherfucking ass off on this song. It was really tough choosing between this and POF to make the list, but I went with Hoodie on this one. Number 56. Beyonce, I'm that girl. Yeah, man. Once you hear that intro, it's pretty much up from here. Pretty much has an Afrobeat vibe to it, but I fuck with it. I mean, I think Tim's co-wrote this, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, though. I think this may have been the song that Tim's wrote. But I'm not 100% sure on that. Number 55, Cardi B featuring Kanye West and Lil Durk, Hot Shit. This was another song that got mixed reviews. It's one of those things you either hate it or you love it. Now, this isn't Cardi B's worst song. This isn't even Cardi B's worst single. However, I do feel like this song should have been a little bit bigger than what it was. I mean, Kanye and Lil Durk has some nice parts on here. I think Hot Shit's a dope record. Definitely worthy of the position of number 55. Number 54, Dreamville featuring Sheck West and Kenny Mason, Stick. Stick was featured on the mixtape DJ Drama and Dreamville 
D-Day's taste. And man, jig body shit. And then Cole came on on the end and killed it. Like this was like one of them songs like you play when you just upset and angry at the world, you know? Number 53, Drake and 21 Savage, Circo Loco. This is another song that had the Detroit vibe as far as the DPMs and the drums and the hi-hats. Drake and 21 Savage killed this song. Circo Loco, I knew when I heard it. Heard the share sample. It was a rap. You know, this is the song where Megan Thee Stallion thought that she was talk that he was uh, talking about her, but Drake wasn't even talking about her. Number fifty-two, King Combs featuring Kodak Black, "Can't Stop, Won't Stop, Bad Boy." With this record, King Combs and Puff Daddy become the first father and son duo to have a number one hit. Allegedly, that's what I heard from the streets. I mean, this song is everywhere. This was a TikTok sensation. Like every TikTok, every story, every party had this song play at least one time. Like, Can't Stop, Won't Stop is it's catchy. The sample's crushed on you by Lil' Kim. Kodak Black has had a, a pretty decent year. Number 51. Yet another standout cut from King's Disease 3, Nas Till My Last Breath. Till My Last Breath. You know what's crazy about Till My Last Breath? That was a bonus track. And that, and that ended up being my favorite song on King's Disease 3. Like, Till My Last Breath pretty much is like an unofficial remix to Spicy. Because every Nas and Hit Boy album got a record like this. You know, on the first King's Disease, it was spicy. Second one was, uh, ah, shit, I can't think of it right now. Fuck. Oh, yeah, YKTV, I believe. I think that was the record. This album is Till My Last Breath in 30. But this is a banger, man. I think this should be a lot bigger than what it is right now. Number 50. Chris Brown, Iffy. Definitely like a banger hit record. Pretty much Chris Brown singing and rapping on the same song and all that. Singing, rapping on here. Dope-ass club record. Number 49. Conway the Machine featuring Benny the Butcher and West Side Gun, John Wooflet. Man, how many songs do these guys have together, man? We need another Griselda album. ASAP. But do it with all the other acts, too. That would be hella dope if we could get that uh, 
do Griselda album because John Woo Flick is incredible. Spray 80, the baby woke up. You know what I'm saying? That record is fire. Hot fire. Number 48, Beyonce, Break My Soul. This was another record that was everywhere. Now, me personally, I wasn't the biggest fan of Break My Soul. You know, I like the beat. Because the beat reminds you of 90s techno. The shit that Detroit pioneered. You know what I'm saying? It has our another song that they, you know, another sound that they don't give us credit for. But y'all get it, right? Break My Soul is fire. It's fire, but it's not my favorite Beyonce song. Let's just say that. Number 47, Little Dirk and Gunna, What Happened to Virgil? Pretty decent song. Not necessarily mad at it, but solid. Number 46, Pusha T, Let the Smoker Shine the Coops. Man, It's Almost Dry was dope. Damn dear from top to bottom. But man, this beat is incredible. Pusha T. Yeah, this is a record that deserves to be in movies and trailers and shit like that. You know what I mean? Number 45. Oh man, this record here is fire. Armani Caesar featuring Kodak Black Diana. Kodak Black was killing features this year. And I'm not even the biggest Kodak Black fan, but Diana was incredible. Had that laid back vibe, that kind of camouflage monk production. It was so cool and so smooth. It was like some 70s black exploitation shit. And Armani Caesar was spitting that smooth flow and Kodak Black came through with that southern I don't give a fuck persona number 44 Freddie Gibbs featuring Kelly Price couldn't be done this was the opening track on uh, Soul Sold separately let me tell you something Freddie Gibbs killed it but Kelly Price took that track to a whole nother level man that shit make you feel like you in church for real Number 43, Quavo and Takeoff featuring Gucci Mane. Us versus them. If it's us versus them, who you think go win? Very incredible record, man. You gotta love it. Like, this is just a straight banger. Number 42, City Girls featuring Usher, Good Love. I'm not going to front, man. I kind of like saw this coming. But I wasn't expecting such a great record to come out of that. I mean, Usher... I mean, this is pretty much like sampled um, Freak It How You Want by Latham. That's a, that's a classic, though. 
Number 41, Drake, Middle of the Ocean. This was on the Her Loss album. And man, this is the Drake I want to hear for, for 14 records. If Drake could do 14 records like that one, bruh. That would be incredible if he had an album like that for 24 songs. I mean, for 12 songs, I mean. If he could do 12 songs like Middle of the Ocean, Drake would have a classic album, hands down. Number 40, Kendrick Lamar featuring Ghostface Killer and Summer Walker, Purple Hearts. Now, I understand Kendrick took a different route on this song, but Ghostface Killer killed this song. Hands down, Ghostface body this record. Like Ghostface had a standout verse so good that it was featured as like a verse of the year candidate. Number 39, Beyonce Church Girl. Man. Church Girl is fucking fire. I remember when I first heard it. Like, when I heard the drop it like a thotty part, I was like, yeah, man. This is a strip club record. I know she was paying homage to, like, church girls and whatnot and shit, right? But, bruh. That shit got a bounce to it. Low key, man. Very catchy. Number 38. Lil Baby in a Minute. Pretty much the pound cake sample. You know what I'm saying? Lil Baby rapping his ass off. Chill, laid back vibe. Can't argue with that. Number 37. Kendrick Lamar, Auntie Diaries. This track was so incredibly told. This is this was the best. I don't know, man. It was between this and another song that I have yet to, to name as one of the best stories of 2022. Kendrick Lamar just told a story about, you know, basically his aunt basically being a man. Basically. Like, his aunt was a dyke. And how people would torment his aunt for, you know, trying to be gay or being gay. And then she ended up having a son who also ended up being gay. 
you know, the moral of the story is, you know, words have power. That's all I can tell you. Number 36. Future featuring Young Thug and Gunna for a Nut. Yet another club banger and standout out of Future's album, I Never Liked You. This song just bangs, bro. Flat the fuck out. Number 35, the Isley Brothers featuring Beyonce. Make me say it again, girl. Man, this is a dope spinoff of that Isley Brothers song, man. Putting Beyonce on there was pretty genius. I don't think Beyonce and the Isley Brothers ever collabed. I think that Isley Brothers album is crazy. Yes, the plug did not make it. Sorry. Nor did the song with Quavo and Takeoff, which was also a banger. Number 34, Mary J. Blige featuring Dave East, Rent Money. You know, this is another Mary J. Blige divorce song, another shot aimed at Kendu. <laughs> but Dave East killed the verse as usual. I can see the standout. I can see why Mary J. Blige picked these for this. Number 33. Silk Sonic Loves Train. Yo, this was a hell this was an incredible cover by Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. And it served to be the bonus track on the deluxe edition of an evening with some Sonic. Loves Train is fire. Their version was killer. Number 32. Glorilla Fuck Nigga Free. Let's go. When I first heard this record, I did not like it at all. But it's one of those records that grew on me every time I heard it. And I get the concept. I guess she's just talking about bitch ass nigga. I don't fall into that category, so <laughs> I'm not offended by that. And it's just the 2022 version of Girls Just Wanna Have Fun. That's all. Number 31, Drake featuring 21 Savage, Jimmy Cooks. This serves as the only good song on Honestly Nevermind. Honestly, this should have been a, a bonus track on her loss as well. I think that could have uh, added more copies to the album sales. I mean, Jimmy Cooks is a banger. I love the song. Number 30. Freddie Gibbs featuring Muddy Bag Yo. Too much. Man. Catchy song. Catchy hook. Catchy flow. Catchy beat. This has all of the elements of a first single. And a club record. I think too much should have been way bigger than what it was. Those are my thoughts on that. Number 29. Burn a boy, lost, lost. Man. Last, last is fire. As soon as I heard that song, it was a rap for me. Like when I was listening to his album, Love to Barney, bro. When I heard that Tony Braxton sample, I'm like, this is a hit record. This should be a single instantly. I knew it when I heard it. I was like, damn, this is going to be a big record. 
And lo and behold, it becomes a big record. Number 28, Quavo and Takeoff feature of Birdman. Big stunner. Man, listen, when I first heard that song, bruh, I was like, this is a hit. Hit. I think Big Stunner should have been a bigger hit than what it was. Birdman put his Birdman signature on there, put the Get Your Roll On flow on that bitch, made it funky. Number 27, yet another King's Disease track, another standout, Nas Legit. Yo, Nas and Hit Boy sample motherfucking five heartbeats, dog. Oh my God. This song was incredible, man. Incredible. Number 26, Kehlani, I Wish I Never. Bruh. When I heard this song, couldn't stop listening to it. It was like three tracks on Kaylani's album, Blue Water Road, right? That I couldn't stop listening to. The record was Sid, Wish I Never, and a track later to be named. I'm not going to give it away. But Wish I Never, sampled children's story by Slick Rick. It just takes you back. It gives. It's got that '90s feeling. It's got that mid to late '90s feeling. Kind of like that. This is how we do it feel, but a lot more updated. Number twenty-five. Lucky day. Guess. Man, that's an incredible record. It's definitely one of the more doper love songs of. 2022. Number 24. This is probably the dopest love song of the year. Chris Brown, Warm Embrace. This gives that late 80s, early 90s, New Jack Swing type of thing. Love ballad, slow dance record. You know, this is definitely the standout cut of Breezy. Yeah, CB went crazy on here. Great record. Number 23. Kendrick Lamar featuring Baby Keem and Sam Duke Savior. I mean, Kendrick Lamar is not your savior. Jay Hall, no shoes are not your savior. It's a very incredible record, man. Stand out from Mr. Morale and the Big Stepper. Are you happy for me? Number 22, Glorilla featuring Cardi B, Tomorrow 2. Now, when the original Tomorrow dropped, I didn't care too much for it. It seemed like it was missing something. And once they added Cardi B to that song, I was like, man, this is fire. I think, yeah, like I said, I think it's better than fuck nigga free in my opinion. Some would, you know, put that as the better or bigger record. But I think tomorrow is a better record. Hands down. 
Number 21, Lotto feature Mariah Carey and DJ Khaled Big Energy Remix. Kind of funny how both these girls are mixed. And they got together to do this song, you know, which was basically a cover of Mariah Carey Fantasy. Man, this remix was fucking fire. It was the reason why I named it the remix of the year, man. Lotto and Mariah Carey make a dope team. Number 20, Kaylani featuring Justin Bieber, Up at Night. So we return back to the Kaylani conversation. This was one of the three songs that I couldn't stop playing on this album. But man, Up at Night samples EPMD. Um, uh, so what you saying? Bruh. Incredible record. Incredible record. Definitely has all that. Also, has uh, this has a late 90s vibe, I think, with the emergence of you know, pop sampling us and shit. You know how I go. But, um, number 19, Kendrick Lamar, Father Time. This is a track where Kendrick Lamar channels a person who has daddy issues and expresses and speaks his mind about, you know, people with issues with their dad. Number 18, Kendrick Lamar in 95. I like the record, but I don't love the record. Big difference. It might be honestly my least favorite, well, my second least favorite record or Mr. Morales' Big Steppers. Because I did not like United in Grief at all. I was afraid that that was what the album was going to sound like. But Kendrick Lamar turned it around for me. It made Mr. Morale the Big Steppers enjoyable. But I get it, though. In 95 was about the mask and all the, the politics and the political issues that were going on. And the social issues as well. Number 17, Little Dirk featuring Morgan Wallen, Broadway Girls. Leave those Broadway girls alone. Man, that shit was dope. Super dope. It was basically the 2022 version of Nelly and Kemper Graw over and over, but way fucking better. Little Dirk and Mer- Morgan Wallen, who was a country singer, made a dope ass collab with Broad Lakers. Number 16, Mary J. Blige. Good morning, gorgeous. Definitely one of those songs that motivate, you know, they, uh, I, I, I call, you know, I used to call Kaylani's music, uh, hood rap motivation music. This is exactly what Good Morning Gorgeous is. It's hood rap motivation music. But I'm, you know, this is a very good song with a very good message. Number 15, Beyonce Cuffin. Yeah, man. 
this was one of those songs that slowly caught steam. You know, and, and from what I heard from the streets, Beyonce hasn't released a video to none of her songs on Renaissance. And I'm sure that Cuffit's gonna have a video. Cuffit, maybe I'm that girl and church girl. And break my soul. But Cuffit, man, definitely a, a two step record. TikTok fucking sensation. Everybody doing that damn dance. Number 14, Kendrick Lamar featuring Blasted Amanda Rifle. Die Hard. Now, I wasn't a big fan of Die Hard. It's a good record. But this record ended up hitting. And it's pretty much a well-liked song. I don't hate the record. It's just not my favorite record. Yeah, that rhyme. Number 13, psych, I had y'all fooled. I got y'all, man. Number 13, Ari Lennox POF. Listen, man, I fooled y'all. I think Ari Lennox POF is like very catchy. It was a great way to open that album because, you know, there's actually like a dating site called POF. And the album is detailing, like, social media era relationships and how, you know, you know. But Ari doesn't necessarily mention social media on here that much. She just talks about how there is plenty of fish in the sea. Number 12, Ari Lennox featuring Lucky Day Boy Bye. This had to be one of the better uh, duets this year. You know, Ari Lennox and Lucky Day. Definitely killed this song. As this is two people, you know, the male is approaching the woman. And not being too aggressive or thirsty. And not and being unfazed by Ari Lennox trying to constantly reject him throughout the record. Number eleven, Kendrick Lamar featuring Kodak Black, Silent Hill. Silent Hill is a banger. It's one of the standout cuts from the album Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Kendrick Lamar and Kodak Black, as I said was the collaboration we never thought we needed. And now, we have entered the infamous top 10 songs that I listened to in 2010. Number 10, Kodak Black Super Gremlin. This is by far Kodak's, Kodak Black's best song. Because before this, it was probably between ZZ and Tunnel Vision, as to which Kodak and No Flocking, of course. You know what I'm saying? So, so 
Super Gremlin, bro. It's catchy. It's got the little kids on it. Kodak Black just is is at his best, basically. On Super Gremlin, very comfortable. It's a dark record, but pretty dope. Number nine, Pusha T, Diet Coke. Man, when I heard this song, I didn't know that I would rank it this high. Not even going to hold y'all. I did not think that... This record was going to be that crazy, but man, the the mixing, the, the Fat Joe sample, I think Kanye West produced this record, but bruh, Pusha T is at his best, aggressively rhyming, and pretty much in pure form. Number eight, DJ Khaled featuring Jay-Z, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Friday, and John Legend, God did. Everyone was singing the praises to Jay-Z's verse. Everybody had that as verse of the year, even though I didn't. I understood why, because Jay-Z hadn't rhymed on that level in so long. Like, even on 444, he wasn't rhyming on that level. People were saying Jay hasn't rhymed like that since fucking um, the blackout. It made Ross and Lil Wayne's verses um, forgettable, in a sense. I'm pretty sure Ross and Wayne didn't know that Jay was going to come on there and have a three minute and a half verse but shit happened and this put singer friday on the map and john legend put his vocals on this shit number seven future drake and tim's i mean personally i don't like this song it's probably the only song like i completely like don't care for but this was a big ass record. It's a decent song, but I just don't personally care for it. I mean, but Wait For You is huge though. And I understand why it's a it's a it's a dope record, but I wouldn't put that shit on and listen to it. I would always probably skip this record. Number six, Vinny the Butcher featuring J. Cole, Johnny P's Caddy. Man, I'm going to be honest with you. This is the best rap collab to me. Like, personally. It's personal now. You know, obviously, you know I didn't pick that to win this year. I picked Kendrick and, and, and Kodak. But if I was being biased, I would have picked this song, uh, Johnny P's Caddy. Hands down. Like, 
You got two of the best rappers in the game on one song going at it on the opening song of Benny the Butcher's album, Tanatalk 4. The Butcher coming, nigga. Number five. Gunner featuring Pusha and Young Thug. I mean, I mean, Gunner featuring Future and Young Thug pushing P. I'm sorry. Man, pushing P was fire. Super banger. I love the record. Probably one of the more standout cuts of uh, DS Forever, Gunna's album. It's crazy that Gunna couldn't enjoy the success of his most successful album due to him being in jail. But this record definitely pushed some people. Number four, Ari Lennox Pressure. Now, Pressure is one of the best R&B songs released in 2022. The Jermaine Dupree produced beat. Had a nice little bounce to it. Ari Lennox got her swag on, but she still like sang her fucking ass off. This is like a complete hit record. Very dope record. Number three. Moody Long, Hours and Hours, man, this record is smooth, it's sexy, and it's just about a woman talking about giving her man all the time in the world, and or demanding her man give her all the time in the world, because she just wants to be up under you for hours and hours. Number two, Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Part 5. Man, this was an incredible record. You know, I listen to this record and get chills, especially after, after you know, especially that first verse and that third verse. And then just the Marvin Gaye, I Want You sample. Like, anytime that song gets sampled or anytime I hear Marvin Gaye, I Want You, I'm pulled in. Instantly. It's just when he became Nipsey in the video, Kobe, Kanye, it was one of the best videos of 2022 as well. Number one, I mean, y'all all should know what the fuck number one is. If I hadn't named this song right now, y'all should already know. Jack Harlow, First Class. First Class is catchy. It's a little something for the girls and the guys that can vibe to. This was a TikTok sensation used on every vacation. I think that Jack Harlow delivered a classic rap song with this. I truly think so. It's really good. He hit everything lyrically. He hit everything songwriting-wise. And the beat is just incredible. But that's my show. This is the top 100 songs that I heard in 2022. And I'm out.